took my lad to Leeds. Fantastic! Finally got awarded a penalty yes. in the last uh, since uh, well 59 games ago. Wow! So that's well over a season. Oh. That uh, so we should have had a few. Yeah. So uh, let's think of our thoughts on the game. Uh, so what do you think, Dad? Uh, it's a great win. Oh, I mean, Matt Smith looked so scary when he came on near the end. It looked like they were going to nick something. And that was just like old Leeds United nerves. But I think as a collective, even when we were 1-0 down in the first half, I, I still felt really comfortable that we were going to beat them. I mean, they brought absolutely nothing to the table. It, it so reminded me of Birmingham. and But especially when they did that mistake at the back, when Phillips mistimed the, the long ball through and then Pontus just mistimed everything and that header that he went for that he didn't get um, I thought this is this is maybe going to pan out like the Birmingham one it's a goal good finish really good finish that Pontus, Pontus and uh, Phillips messed up there didn't they? I thought the reaction after the goal was absolutely brilliant I wasn't worried and I was really confident we were going to get one back before um, half time. Yeah, it was a it was a well taken goal from Kimarufu who we know loves yeah. scoring against him. Well, he'd had about what four four chances before that. Yeah, he did. He he, he should have got his hat trick today. I thought. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, having said that, Pablo wasn't too keen on him taking the penalty, was he? Yeah, it was just a little bit of a fall out there. It was but... injured. I'd love to have heard. I'd love to know what that conversation was that they were having because Pablo was a captain man you know and he uh, he should really if he wants it he should really have walked away with it but I mean it was a great penalty but on Pablo his composure on the edge of a box and going into it and then just deciding to fire a ball across the front for Roof to score or equalise a goal I just thought was absolute class Phillips this season for player player of the season. It's just when we don't have him, we, we he is that sense and sensibility. Not only is creative, but he does the right decision. He does the right thing. And uh, I thought for that first goal, that those few touches he had, and then the way he put it in, just summed up how class and act he is. Yeah, he, he did play fantastic today, Pablo Hernandez. But. Uh, I think let's go through the play, players uh, individually. So let's yeah. start in goal, Bailey Peacock Farrell. I think he, he hardly got bothered, did he, uh, until the end? Barely had anything to do until uh, Matt Smith did come on. Yeah, so, uh, yeah there, was a, there was that uh, just before, I think it was in the second minute of uh, injury time in the second half, 
just before um, uh, full time that ball got whipped in didn't it and it seemed to just go through him he came out for it but other than that I think he did well I think he did well there was that uh, uh, moment where it was Phillips's fault who we'll get on to him but Phillips made that mistake and they clashed with each other and that um, it was it Izzy or whatever they call him up front kind of got clattered uh, but I don't think that was Bailey Peacock's fault. I thought it was more of a real lame Phillips attempt to get the ball back to him. I, I wasn't his greatest game, but for me, he did that save in the first half, didn't he? For me, yeah. I thought he did great. Uh, so now let's move on to the two centre-backs, mm. uh, Pontus Janssen and uh, Calvin Phillips. So what did you think of their performances? Well, I mean, let's get the goal out of the way. It was completely their fault, both of them. Phillips first mistimed. Disorganisation. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, Pontus just got wrong-footed himself so he couldn't get that header. He tried to do something the rest of his body didn't want to do. Um, and, you know, that lad took the goal absolutely fine. Um, from it was unstoppable, field. that shot. Yeah, though. there's no way he, he was... Um, No-one could have done anything about that. It was those two mess of it. But apart from that, I thought Pontus especially looked really comfortable today. He, he, he was as essential as he's ever been at times when we were under pressure. Um, I thought today was possibly, and I know Phillips has been subbed quite early on before by Bielsa, but I, I was calling for Haim to come on way before uh, Matt, Phillip, uh, Matt Smith came on. I was calling for uh, Harm to come oh. on because I just thought Phillips just didn't have a good game. He looked like a, he, there was mistakes in him today. And it, it was the most uncomfortable I think I've ever seen him. It just didn't look uh, didn't look like it was his natural position that centre back exactly. role, which it, which it isn't. And which, it's not, I yeah. mean, we did miss Liam Cooper in that role. Yeah. Let's move on to the two full backs. Mm. So Barry Douglas and Jamie Shackleton. I thought Barry Douglas didn't have his greatest game uh, in the first half, but I thought in the second half he more than made up for it. He seemed to kind of struggle against that lad he was put up against today. But physically, he was barged off the ball, not easily. It was it was it was a good battle, but he definitely lost most of him in the first half. He still stands out to me as one of the best signings we've ever made uh, yeah, for this club in a long well. time. Or steal like three mil yeah, for absolutely. the championship's top assist. Uh, it, you know, well, yeah, he's, he's he's not going to have a great game every game, but I thought he was good second half. I thought his free kicks and his corners weren't that great today. Yeah. They seemed a bit more off, but still, you know, I wouldn't replace him with anyone at the moment. But I've got to say, Shackleton, I thought, was absolutely brilliant. He did do fantastic. And this is my level. You tell me if you agree. I thought today he was as good as, at a minimum, as Ailing. And for me, I think he should be our right back from starting from now on. And I think it's up to Ailing or Dallas to try and shift him because I thought he was absolutely fantastic really forward thinking his tackling was strong for a little guy he held his own maybe if I'm going to pick at him there was one time I thought he was the wrong side of his player he was meant to be marking but again for me I thought he was absolutely fantastic today and clo close to man of the match for me yeah he was fantastic Shackleton moving forwards, getting backwards, getting stuck you, in with the would tackles. Would you agree though? Would you agree? Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, because I, I, I would I, agree with Because that. we're big Ailing fans, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, he's I think he, he's, do you, would you say he's hit the first team choice? 
I mean, they, like, I mean, well, this is his, like, what, second time starting in mm. the first team. I think he needs to prove himself a little bit more in that right-back role to, like, be chosen over Ailing as a whole, right. I think. Because we'll have to see how Ailing does when he gets back. Because he could come back amazing, Ailing. Oh, I mean, I Got love Ailing. Don't get me wrong, I love Ailing. I absolutely, uh, uh, you know, what, again, we're talking about great signings. It's weird because Barry Douglas is probably the best signing since we bought Ailing. I thought Ailing was an absolute coup by because um, you know they were walking him out the door down at Bristol where we got him from, and uh, Gary Monk snapped him up and yeah, absolutely fantastic. But I don't know. I just thought today it was the speed of Shackleton, the sharpness of him, was something that was better than what Dallas and you know I, I hate to say it that than Ailing I've seen from. But, I mean, Aileen has got a great head on him. He's a great player, both psychologically and, and physically. Just to the midfield, Adam Forshaw, what would you say? Another great game from him, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I uh, thought he wore that number four shirt like he knew Billy Bremner was watching him today. He, he um, that For me, I, I, don't get me wrong, Phillips has been great in that position, but... I actually think that's Forshaw's natural position as well, like that defensive midfielder, uh, like like what we see the quarterback role. But what's great about him is, is that ability to have that spur and go forward. He's also really quite forward thinking. And there was a moment in um, the second half, wasn't there, where he just seemed to come out of nowhere yeah. and get the ball. And it was like, we're on the attack all of a sudden. It was completely driven by him by just snapping at someone's heels and away to went. Um, so, I've, yeah, he was fantastic today. Good tackling, good passing. Mm. He's good going forwards and he's, yeah. he's got a bit of pace on him as well, oh, which yeah. is uh, what you want from a midfielder. And he's got like that size uh, ability, even though he's small. He's got a little bit of that size ability to like keep the ball in really tight positions. Yeah. Again, you know, fair play to to Orta. Good signing. Yeah. Matthias Click. Mm. What well, did we well, think of him? Well, I mean, another average game for well, him. I mean, I find it hard to say average. But I know I know what you mean because we're just used to we, these amazing superhero performances from him, and he's just going through a period of time where he's not doing that. But again, there's, he was picking up the ball, and why didn't we see this last year, man? He almost has this technique where he was like putting people on the backside in the middle of the pitch, wasn't he? By yeah. pretending to go one way, then you know, te- you know, using his technique to to all of a sudden he's he's going in the opposite direction. It's not the greatest game he's played, but again, well, I, I, I almost kind of thought he uh, he got dragged. If it was one player who got dragged down to QPR's level today, it was him. You know, QPR were they weren't a great team, and uh, they just made it hard. He did like I mean, every team that comes here that's like below mid table will try to do what mm. Birmingham did, and. Uh, just it all, it winds works, up in that. It? Yeah, it just works. It does work. Time wasting, time wasting, getting yeah. us angry and like, like, well, diving and that, well, just kind of like messes with the players' heads. I was really surprised him. at how early they went into time wasting yeah. these boys, though. Yeah, like as so, soon as um, they scored, literally, it was only about what thirty minutes in, mm. and and they were like keeping the ball and like trying to like time waste it by taking forever to throw the ball in it was just stupid they were time wasting even before they scored yeah I don't remember we were all getting on the backs before then you thought they're playing out a nil nil 
Yeah, they just wanted a nil-nil. They yeah, wanted it, to come out. It something. did feel like that. Let's move on to the wings. Mm. Left side, Alioski. Right yeah. side, Pablo Hernandez, even though they did switch around. Well, uh, Alioski performance. You tell me, because I feel, I feel like I'm becoming an Alioli bully. And it's, it's again today, I'm just going to put it down. This is what all I'm going to say about Alioski. Bielsa obviously sees something we don't, and therefore I will go with Bielsa because he's the legend. What are your thoughts? Well, average performance I thought he had. He didn't do too much, but like I mean, if Bielsa is playing him, may, maybe like Bielsa like realizes a potential inside of him or something like that. And if he keeps playing, keeps getting used to these environments, maybe you kind of like get to that potential and start playing amazing for, or something because there, there has to be a reason why Bielsa keeps playing him and not playing Jack Clark over him for instance well but Jack Clark um, I heard um, it was Shackleton talk about how the the, the step up from the, the under 23s to the championship level it's far more although he seemed to deal with it brilliantly today he was great wasn't he? but he said he, he was really physical and, and, and a lot more running and a lot more quickness required and that's why you know a lot of people were saying how a lot of people were saying at the end of the Sheffield United game how knackered uh, Clark looked and I think that I, I, if I, on Clark, I think Bielsa's building and building it up for Clark to be a regular first teamer, possibly in the final third of the season, which makes sense. Alioski, what, what does he see in him? I mean, I think it's more defensive duties on that left side than any offensive duties, which. I don't know. Maybe maybe he feels like he complements Douglas better than anyone else, so Douglas can go forward. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that that's what I think that that possibly might be. We can get more out of Douglas if we play Alioski on the left. We've seen Alioski play left back before. And he mm. did well. Yeah, he did great. He did, didn't he? He did fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But then there's just that competition with Barry Douglas. Yeah. Would it be no that? Chance. No but chance. yeah, you, you have no chance. Douglas, are you? Have no, no chance no. as long as Douglas gets injured, but which we wouldn't yeah. want to happen. No, but it did happen, and he kind of went with the Dallas option, didn't he? When when yeah. that happened, and but then, uh, I think Pearcey even got a bit of a shout. Yeah, but point, thing is, Alioski um, for Macedonia, he does play left back. Yeah, yeah. Plays left back and plays really well. But anyway, let's let's move on to Pablo Hernandez. Talked about him at the start yeah. a little bit. Another fantastic game from him. Made Just captain for this game because Coops wasn't there. I think exactly the right move. It's exactly what I would have done. Oh, I think a bit of favouritism from Marcelo Bielsa there, though, well, seeing as he, he does favour Pablo Hernandez. Well, and I'm more than happy for him to favour yeah. him because I think he's absolutely... He's a great player. And, and again, it's just that... I'm repeating what I said at the start. I just think the calmness, the sense and sensibility of him is... I, can't, I find it hard to believe we got him on a free transfer and thank you Gary Monk for pushing that one through. Amazing, amazing. It's like, it's like he doesn't belong in this league. Mm. You've, just, you've just totally triggered something in my mind and this is obviously very much fuelled by complete positivity of, of coming out with a, a win today. But 
Pablo Hernandez doesn't belong in this league, but he does belong at Leeds. And one player who that epitomised that, for, that I recall in my days, was Gordon Strachan. And Gordon Strachan was the captain, was the guy who orchestrated on the pitch Leeds United to get promoted that season. Going all the way to get promoted. Well, yeah, I wasn't even born then, but Pablo, I've seen the Pablo, documentary. Honestly, Pablo reminds me at the moment, so much at the moment of Gordon Strachan. I mean, so I not watched, as quick, not as quick. I, I watched a documentary about that time, and I, and it was like getting a player from Division One mm. at that time into Division Two yeah. of such a high caliber. It's kind of a like this. We're getting a player from who's played at Valencia, who's yeah. played against the likes of Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, the top players, top players in the world, and uh, and he's come down to Leeds. Didn't you once find a really cool stat on him that said something like, in one game, he, he megged eight Barcelona players? No, 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 it wasn't eight, it was like three. <laughs> Apparently, he megged three Barcelona players when he um, was playing for Valencia. Amazing. What a player. Uh, then, let's move up to the camp position. Saiz playing there. Yeah, man. It was great to have him back, I thought. Yeah. I mean, he did make a big difference, you know. He did. Setting up the penalty, pretty much. We can by just that do... mob over the top. Yeah, it, it, it's... Exactly. And it's like, when he plays... We, we just seem to fire that ball about so quickly and accurately. I mean, was it his best game? Possibly not. But I tell you what, he doesn't half make a difference for the flow. And I think he takes so much pressure off Pablo. I think Pablo can play so much better with him. Although he had a bit of an argument, didn't he, at one point? Yeah. I think it was when... Um, the, ball, the, like, the ball went behind Hernandez and then yeah. he got kind of like cornered by yeah. all these QPR players he wasn't happy with him there but I think that I'd just love to I, I want do they speak to each other in Spanish do you reckon I reckon they do or do you reckon it's the doing I, it in English I reckon they speak to each other in there's Spanish. a lot of flicking of arms and all that kind of thing isn't yeah. it when they get angry but now I, I was delighted to see him back today and I think his performance is going to cause some trouble for the next game against Bolton because I don't think he can be dropped after today and that means I think one of these two will be dropped I think Phillips or Click will be dropped for the next game we'll see at Bolton then mm. striking position Kiyomaru loves scoring oh, against QPR six goals in the last three games against QPR that he scored let's yeah, he will be without doubt putting a picture on Instagram today and he'll be using the fire emoji at some point because he was on fire today and not only does he like playing against QPR but how confident must you be to haul the ball from your captain's arms and say no way Cap I'm taking this the first penalty we've had in over a year it's it's the confidence in the lad at the moment is fantastic. His movement's brilliant. Uh, remember, there was that lovely movement where he passed the ball to Saez, and Saez just vended that lob over the defence. Yeah, that's when we got penalty. It was awesome, awesome. And you know, for me, I'm I'm going to go Roof man of the match. Although Shackleton and Pablo were right behind him.
consistency, the bravery, the mentality and the skill on the man is just top, top class at the moment. And if we don't go up, we'll be flogging him for 15 million quid, I'm telling you. Yeah, he'll probably do a Chris Wood, have one, yeah. have one screamer of a season, then just been off for like yeah. 20 mil. He was but good are. last year. He was one of our better players last year. He, be, he became victim of a crap team, but he was good last year. No wonder Premier League teams are wanting him. Like, there were rumours at Crystal Palace yeah. and uh, like Watford and like Newcastle were wanting him to buy I mean, him in that I'd be gutted if, if any of those teams that, that were reportedly interested in if he left us for one of them I would be gutted because there's no why would you leave Leeds for one of those guys do you yeah. know what I mean they might not even be in the premiership next year never mind you know without getting into size of clubs and all that kind of thing I just think where he is now is in a better place than he's ever been before and he'd just be risking going somewhere and doing a bit of a Chris Wood yeah and also what a steal off Oxford may I yeah. say yeah oh honestly. absolutely no it's fantastic look at him now it's absolutely fantastic I mean again we've talked a lot about players who who are starting there's, there's no way you cannot start without Roof at the moment Roof the roof is on fire. We can't forget the subs, of course, mm. as they are part of the team. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Bamford. I'm glad we didn't use him. Sub. Yeah, we, we didn't use him. We, did, we don't want to use him too early. You wanted him, though, didn't you? You, yeah, you did want him on. You, you fancied seeing him coming on and scoring that goal. He uh, got the bit help he also hooked for, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. But I, I think him, and like what we said before with Jack Clark, I think... They're, they're big time players for us as we get into these next fixtures. Yeah, because, like, I mean, you kept saying at Christmas time, oh, around Christmas and the start of January, you get like games every three oh, days. Oh, it's it's going to be unreal. So we're going to have to have these players like Jack Clark, Patrick Bamford, yeah. Jamie Shackleton, and uh, the rest all on standby mm. just in case. That it does get to a point like that. These injuries have been shocking for us, without doubt. There's nothing like it. I think in the press conference during the week, even Bielsa was joking about God punishing him for it. And it's it's been ridiculous. But weirdly, the timing of returns of all these players, is, is, it's, it's basically at the very right time if it all works out. You know, when we need them. And, you know, like I'm saying about Clark, hey, uh, Harm, man, I think... What what a player he's looking like when he comes on. I, I know, mean, yeah. he's looking fantastic. I think he well, came on and that, that battle with Matt Smith was brilliant, yeah. wasn't it? When it was in the air, yeah. and, and I thought Smith fouled him. Nah, but, but we it was got a foul against. Him. I, I I, I'm sure I no, saw no, the it, shirt. It, I saw it. You could see Smith. Well, could see Smith's shirt. I, I think below. this this uh, we took a friend of ours, Adam the Hoop, with us. He's a big QPR fan, and. Um, he said something um, when that incident happened. He went, I could watch that type of battle all day. And it is great seeing two big, strong dudes go head-to-head. Yeah. Right, especially um, with like, the height. But, yeah, exactly. It just looks so... Spe- like giraffes fighting for food. Yeah. It's, um, it's an exciting time for our subs. Uh, it's Our bench uh, looks really exciting at the moment. Our next fixtures... So next Saturday away at Bolton. Yeah. I mean they lost three two to to um, Norwich, but yeah. it did take Bolton a man down to actually Norwich to get the lead. Right. 
in the last minute, may I add. So, that's so quite I mean, a, that's a really good performance from them, isn't it? That that'd be a five-star performance from them. Mm. Them, I'm pretty sure. So maybe so it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. That, that's going to be a really tough game. Yeah, so that'll be a pretty tough game. I don't game. know what to expect from it. I mean, I, I'm expecting a win, but I know that's me just being really over optimistic because to be ten men down to to Norwich was it, did weren't Norwich two nil up at one point? Uh, yeah, they so were. They got that two to two two no, I think they were one nil. Then it went one one. Then it went two right. one. Well, two, I mean, two. still great performance to get out of a Norwich team that are flying at the moment. So yeah, I don't know. What well, the score prediction for that would be. I'd like to think a good 3-0 spanking, but I don't think it's going to be that easy. 2-0. Two 2-0 nil. Two nil leads. I'll agree with that. OK, so then the Sunday after that, and this is when we're getting near to the to the big clump up of uh, mm. games, um, away at Aston Villa. Ah. Aston Villa, they're looking oh. good. Yeah, they're looking good. You were telling me they should have won against West Brom. I'm working in Birmingham quite a lot at the moment and there's a couple of Villa fans there and they're super excited. They reckon these guys, this combo, have got them going and they're expecting, uh, I mean this is nothing to do with our match, but they're expecting big money to be spent in uh, January to give them a, that bit of extra uh, steel and quality to get them up. If we get come away from there with a draw, I will be extremely happy. I reckon 1-1 one, one or 2-1 to Leeds. Yeah. Oh, you reckon we might nick it? I mean, we could. Right. We could. Oh, I mean, again, I'll take that. Three days later on Boxing Day, home against Blackburn. Mm. I mean, we owe, we owe them, really. I mean, two two corners they scored. Well, now they're at home, I reckon. I reckon we, we'll spank them. We, we'll, we, we'll we were in Wales, weren't we? Yeah. I, we owe them for that. I'm, yeah. I really want us to spank them. We'll spank them. And no matter what happens uh, uh, against Villa, I, I feel I'm going to be hyped up for that because I was gutted about that game. Absolutely yeah. gutted. Go on, prediction? 4-0. I reckon either 3-0 or 4-1 leads. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to take them to town. Then another three days later, wow. Wow. at home against Hull. I mean, we should be expected to win that, but I think it gets silly now. You know, it's almost too hard to predict. I don't think we can predict that far because these games come in so thick and fast. I'm really not sure who will have available, what will be going on. I mean, you know. Either, I think a 1 0 or 2 0. I'd, I'd like to think we'd get a 3 0 out of that, but God knows where we'll be. Then, then another three days yeah, later, I mean. yeah. on New Year's Day, we're away at Forest. Yeah, tough. But uh, one of the toughest games I think you can get in the Championship at Forest. Uh, I, I admire them, to be quite honest with you. I, I think it's they're almost um, uh, an old school Jose Mourinho type side. They they know what they're doing. They know what they're they're great at, and um, it's boring. But they do it very well. Having said that, the boring, they were involved in that 5 all with uh, Villa. But they were, in all fairness, they were down to 10 men. Yeah, I, that's another tough game. Like Villa, I'd be happy if we came away with a draw. I reckon either 1 1 or 2 2. Right, right, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think they are the next five le league games for mm. us. Exciting time. We'll bring on Bolton. Batty about reading. So the part of the show where Lads proves that he's scrubbing up on his reading, uh, as his English teacher said he wasn't doing enough of it, and uh, he studies 
word by word the scrawlings of uh, the legendary David Batty, the Batty Bible and brings a fact to the table and what is today's fact lad he would often well quite a lot of the times go on holiday in caravans going to Portugal as well like one of his like for like one of his first holidays like not being in a caravan but being in a hotel batty about reading lad shouts for today adam the hoop who joined us at the game today yeah, we took him to the game didn't we fail and roll for the first time adam the hoop here yes there's not many of us around and there weren't many there today at ellen road unfortunately although i do say we made more noise than uh, most of the leeds fans at times ellen road was quite like a library uh, you got away with it. Should have been a draw, definitely. Towards the end, QPR should have equalised. Matt Smith, what a difference. Giant of a man. Um, should have played him from the start, but I have to say, you could tell the difference in class. Difference in class. Leeds definitely deserve to be at the top and uh, probably have the players to get promoted. Um, you could see we're a mid-table side, QPR. Um, didn't do too badly um, previously. We would have lost by many more. Kamar Roof, what a player though for Leeds. Honestly, he's uh, loves scoring against QPR, doesn't he? Was that six in three games? It was fun though. It really was fun. Wish Leeds the best of luck. Really do. You can tell in my voice that I do wish them the best of luck. Probably are too big to be in the championship. So fingers crossed you can uh, get one over Norwich. How the hell are they up there? Um, fingers crossed, QPR will survive relegation and uh, yeah, good luck to Leeds, 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 Leeds. One big shout to Fat Chance, uh, Fat spelt with a P H A T. Um, a podcast that celebrates football, Chance is releasing the song Bielsa Rhapsody yeah. on Thursday, December 13th. It's only 99p and they are raising money for the brilliant challenge. Uh, charity Forget Me Not Children's Hospice. Go and buy it. Not only do we help an amazing cause by doing so, but we could also have Leeds United song at number one for Christmas if enough of us support this, it. This is, honestly, that could happen. So not only will we be raising money for that wonderful cause uh, the Fat Chance guys are uh, aiming for, but also imagine a Leeds song being the Christmas number one. Leeds fans could make this happen. If half the stadium bought this 99p record. And you know this from working I'm telling radio. you now, that would get to number one. That's all it would take. Simon Cowell won't know what's hit him. So come on, Leeds fans, this Thursday, Thursday the 13th of December, wherever you buy, download your music, go get this song, 99p, it's nothing. And the guys at Fat Chance are very kindly letting us do an exclusive play of this on the podcast. Now, due to podcasting rules, we have to do this as a review because you can't play other people's music unless it's in the context of a review. So we're going to play this and then review it, aren't we? And we're not going to play the full thing. To hear the full thing, you definitely have to go and buy this. But it's mint, it's brilliant. Hit play, lads. Open your eyes. Look up to the skies where
my opinion. Um, I thought it was great. It's brilliant. It was definitely good. Classic Queen has never sounded so much better. I, I would definitely listen to it. Yeah, well, we're buying it. Everyone yeah. should buy it. We're going to buy more than one copy. Everyone, go out there, Leeds. Buy it. Let the, this is where the family comes together, not only for a great course, but also imagine sitting there on Christmas Day knowing that Leeds is number one. That would have to be on the day of uh, the Villa game as well. Yeah. The day of the Villa game is a day. Continuing on with the lad shouts on Twitter at John T forty nine L U F C John T spelled G O N T Y um, at L J one nine eight one three two Leanne J at D Robinson ninety two at A Pollard eighty six at Jerry M C one two three Jerry spelled with a G at Jack Jack Black 09 and then we do move on to the Instagram shouts at Tom H 2003 at E W N L A S N at Leeds underscore UFC one at Bailey P underscore Peacock Farrell underscore daily underscore at Kev dot hall dot five two six at Yorkshire underscore rabbit and at everything L U F C so they are today's lad shouts and this and that does mean that it is the end of the podcast mm. so 2-1 win against QPR still result. second in the league yes. five points gap between yes. third come on Leeds let's have Bolson out there please buy that record on Thursday yeah make sure to buy the record for 99p 99p Bielsa Rhapsody get it bought come on Leeds right. all Leeds aren't we see you everyone what are they doing all Leeds aren't we to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at Lad to Leeds. Facebook. Search Lad to Leeds.